folks, your pal Hallett Brassian managerial extraordinaire coming to you from the Postec Ranch telling you to listen very closely to Cloverleaf Radio because it's going to put a nice restriction on your ears and make you listen to the top news and voices in professional wrestling like Howdy Price. <laughs> Howdy! Alrighty, we are back for another exciting edition of Cloverleaf Leaf Radio. I'm the host of the most, the king of the quarantine, Jimmy Falcon, and it is an absolute honor to welcome Howdy Price. How's it going, Howdy? Howdy! Uh, it's going pretty well. It's uh, it's a little warm here at the Price Check Ranch, so we got the air conditioner cranking, so if you hear a humming or anything like that, that's because it's uh, it's it's hot. <laughs> Well, I I can't really understand that being where I live, but you're you're out there where it's a little warmer, so I can get you there. It's kind of kind of an interesting thought that it can be freezing cold and snow one place, and y'all get that money, and you guys move on up, and now you, now you got some better headquarters. Uh well, yeah, I mean, well, we we've always been stationed here in California, and uh, I mean, uh, it's always hot. There was a, there was a couple of winters where we didn't have any cold it was just hot all year round so uh, trust me i would kill for some cold weather right now it is chilly in the in the late nights in the in the early mornings but uh after a while it's like you go from your your pajama pants to your your cargo shorts so absolutely well i got so much to cover and i don't want to take too much of your time wrestling go big show aew i feel like there's so much to go into i guess i'll start at the beginning how did you get involved in professional wrestling originally? Well, uh, my roommate, uh, his name is Dino Winwood. He was involved with uh, the pro wrestling scene in Southern California for a good while. He was part of Pro Wrestling Guerrilla, uh, a big uh, that's a big California promotion. Oh, here. Of course. But, yeah, he was there when uh, they started laying the foundation and the bricks and whatnot. Okay. Um, I was uh, coming along from a family that did enjoy watching the wrestling. Uh, didn't really dip their toe into that pool. But uh, once uh, I'm, he moved in, uh, he might claim that he owns property, but no, that's not <laughs> the case. Uh, once he started moving in, uh, I started going along to the shows, the, the tapings of a championship wrestling from Hollywood. And uh, they was uh, impressed by my stature and everything else. So I decided to... Uh, Kind of slipped my way in, started finding clients and whatnot, and uh, made a name for myself uh, upon managing and whatnot. That seems like how you got to do it. I unfortunately went the different way. I had too much heat coming in the gate, and I had about three years before I was <laughs> kind of just shoved out. I uh, I always was a big fan of the heel characters and wanted to be the bad guy, as everyone wants to be. But, you know, Howdy, I'm sure you've understood that the, the bad guys don't always win, even though they, they got to try to win sometimes. Uh, that is true. The bad guy did win when uh, Papo Esco uh, cheated and uh, stole Levi Shapiro's United Wrestling Television Championship. He had to resort to calling his uh, street rat buddies and uh, using weapons uh, against us. And uh, we did whatever thing that we could. But uh, yeah, like you said, sometimes the bad guys win, and we good guys we tend to uh, we tend to just have to go home with what we have. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate. But I guess going on to uh, go big show. How did you, uh, you and uh, Mr. Patterson, I'll refer to him as, because he's a big guy, I'm a big guy, but I don't want to piss him off. How did you guys get involved uh, in, in the whole Go Big Show? How, what's the kind of, uh, you know, tryout process? I'm sure you got to send videos and try out for numerous people before you even get on television. 
Uh, yes. Well, from my understanding, uh, Mr. Patterson has been doing this for years now. It's taken him to Greece and uh, Italy and Ro- I think Romania or something like that. But he's been to mm-hmm. like so many different countries just for doing this act. So I think by uh, just submitting what he is able to do to the casting uh, process of it, they're like, hey, you seem interesting enough. We're going to bring you in on this one. Uh, Dino was a little, because uh, he's known Leroy for about 20 plus years. Uh, he didn't really want to travel too much, so I decided to go along with him since I have a much more better presentation than him and uh, definitely could add just a little more flair to it. He asked if uh, he could bring a manager to his performance, and uh, I just obliged, and they took care of us. Wow, very cool. And you guys did, uh, I don't feel like I only caught like the maybe the last episode or something, but you guys were on a couple of shows to my knowledge, correct? Uh, we was on one. Um, Mr. Patterson's uh, performance didn't really uh, sit too well with one Mr. Cody Rhodes, but everybody else seemed to love me, so that's that's more important. <laughs> well, I feel like, you know, you guys uh, getting up there, being trained athletes, which a lot of people don't understand about wrestling, it is something you need training at. You can't just get in and do it because you saw it on TV, as some my friends would have said back in the day. Um, it does take a lot of uh, strength, heart, and durability, and of course, being that you guys don't have what I w- or Vince McMahon would probably call the perfect body, I think that's what stops people, but the characteristics, the personalities, you guys have it all, and I was surprised it didn't go farther with Cody knowing the business and even having done business with y'all in the past, so to say. Oh, uh, yes. Well, I mean, as much as uh, a lot of the chosen acts uh, that uh, was decided to go with, uh, Cody did a uh, show a bit more towards the idea that we have been do- involved with wrestling for so long collectively right. uh, that he decided that he was going to get us on AEW Dark. Definitely. And uh, when, you've been, when you've been in the business a long time or even just long enough to know better, you're, you know that you don't really expect anything until it actually happens. Right. And, uh, you know, we was in a, in a waiting process of it. We, we were assured by the TV crew and everybody else that was associated with Mr. Rhodes that uh, he's a man of his word, and uh, we just we got the confirmation, and uh, we planned out the flights and everything, and he he was a man of his word. He kept his word and uh, gave us a chance. So we Absolutely. greatly appreciate that. That was one thing. I'm not really big into reality shows. I've lived on a farm almost my entire life. I feel like out here, you know, we we think differently, so to say. But as far as the kind of reality show that that is, it's got everything. It's got Burt Kreischer at the helm for the comedy. It's got uh, T-Pain and Rosario Dawson. you got acting music. Cody Rhodes is a wrestler. All the judges. And it's just a great platform for these people to go on, show their skills, and mix it up in a way that people have never seen before. That is very true. It is a, a variety uh, reality contest, if you will, because there was some fantastic acts on that show. Everything from martial artists to uh, chair stackers and standers to uh, jump rope masters to uh, hair acrobatics and everything else. Like It was really, it, it, felt, it felt like the times that my, my granddad at Legendary Price used to talk about when he was going around uh, making sales and whatnot. He would hit up the, the fair scene and the carnival scene, and he would talk about all these incredible people that he just came in contact with. And uh, just being there, it was just, it was nice. Everybody was so polite and everything about that. And uh, 
you know, just very supportive of each other because we was all there for the same reason to display our talents and hopefully uh, get to the bigger prize. That's true, and I I think a lot of people don't realize how much it takes, like I was mentioning earlier, just to get on TV. And I think that some people think, oh, this person didn't go very far, so they're they're done for. That's not true at all. They got the exposure that they had been waiting for for years, and I know Mr. Patterson has been working very hard on that through his career, and I'll be talking with him in a couple days so I can get another perspective from his point of view, but... uh, Championship Wrestling from Hollywood, I guess, is where I go next. Um, that is, uh, I've known about it for years. It's a great company, great workers, and uh, just a great family atmosphere, it seems like. Um, what are you guys uh, doing lately? What's uh, what's the news? Uh, well, the last thing I heard is is that there's uh, supposedly some tapings coming up in March. Uh, we will advertise accordingly for that. Um, but uh, during everything, we had some steady shows. We got some territory uh, recordings as well. We got championship wrestling in Atlanta. We got championship wrestling in Memphis. And, uh, we'd see, we'd see we got championship wrestling in Arizona and it's all part of the United wrestling network. Wow. And, uh, it's just been a, a nice growing web of, uh, of very colorful personalities, hard working people, and just fantastic wrestling from all different parts of the country. That is awesome. It's always great to see the best and brightest and youngest talent that may not have been known yet get those chances to hopefully get to where they want to be in their careers or in life. It's it's very cool. Yeah, precisely. And we definitely have people come uh, who have come through the doors of Championship Wrestling Hollywood that have moved on to much higher platforms, elevated platforms. Uh, we had Scorpio Sky of All Elite Wrestling. Yeah. Uh, we had Bateman. From uh, Ring of Honor, who is a six-man champion, uh, we've had my goodness, we've had also uh, the more famous people, uh, more known of uh, MJF. We've had uh, Cody Rhodes himself actually stop by a few times. Uh, we've had uh, World Championship Wrestling World Heavyweight Champion David Arquette do a match yeah, nice. at Championship Wrestling, and it was a darn good one too against RJ City. Uh, we just we have. A, a revolving door. There's nothing forbidden about championship wrestling. We just have a revolving door. Anybody is welcome to come take us on, and we are always welcoming, and we always give them the best. That is very cool. Yeah, David Arquette. That's uh, for wrestling fans who may not. I don't know. I think of it like David Arquette is almost to me more known from his wrestling movie Ready to Rumble because that was like the first film I saw of his and got so engrossed with it as a kid being a wrestling fan and WCW and Jimmy King. And so to have him come back and work an actual match, I think I actually saw that match. So it's very cool. Yeah, he was a fantastic presence backstage and everything. Polite, a gentleman, a big fan of Howdy Price, by the way. Uh, let's see, he was uh, actually assisted in his uh, comeback uh, by Mr. Pretty Peter Avalon, formerly of, uh, of All Elite Wrestling. Very cool. uh, Very talented individual uh, backstage and in front of the camera, and um, yeah, so it, David Arquette to me, he was a known he was a known name around the ranch. Uh, it just seemed like everything that I watched as a kid, David Arquette was in. Right. And so seeing him backstage, I was like, oh my gosh, that's the that's the guy from uh, yeah, he is from Ready to Rumble. But I've known him not just from Scream. I knew him from like the Outsiders television show, or like uh, shooting uh, was it uh, shooting fish. With fall time with Mickey Rourke, like I started naming off all the films. Uh, luckily, right. I didn't get into the family history because I would—I probably would have named everything that his family's been that I've seen. 
Oh, absolutely. Rosanna. I mean, his parents have done cameos and stuff. I mean, Patricia, it's, Alexis. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Very cool. Well, uh, I guess moving on, AEW was something I wanted to cover. It's kind of become the, the next number two company, so to say. I feel like it's definitely got the talent. It's got the money behind it. It's got the booking power to make it a huge company, and it's doing so. Uh, what was it like for you guys getting to work up there, even if it was on AEW Dark, which had to be a great opportunity? Oh, yes, it's a great opportunity either way, because if you ask anybody going right now who has never had a shot in anything, they haven't done any extra work at WWE, they never got to Impact or anything else, Dark, what many consider to be a low-level show, uh, it's not. It's the same thing. They mix it with the, the same faces you see on TNT and TBS, nice. and the environment there, it's... Pretty much, uh, asking around, it's it's the same. Everybody is just having a great time. The people who are there love professional wrestling. They love what they're doing, and they love the fact that they have a platform to do it on. And that once we stepped off that bus, uh, it was just it was surreal. It was like we had actually gotten to a place that we was curious about, that we wanted to go to, and we did it our way to get there. Because everybody has their own way to get to where they want to be. And what uh, a lot of people will have criticisms about it. But the fact of the matter is, is that not just us, but people before us and people after us are going to have their own way of getting there. And all that matters is, is you stay humble and you be grateful for the opportunities that you get and continue to hustle. So just being there and seeing the faces that I had seen in my career and talking to people that I still keep in contact with. Same with Dino. Dino is all happy about that one. He's talking to people he hadn't seen in like 10 years, and he was happy to see him. It wasn't a matter of, oh, I'm in the big leagues now. I don't got to talk to you. Like, no. Right. People people in the wrestling community, a lot of people have horror stories about wrestling. But they, what they don't talk about is the good stuff enough. And the good stuff about it is, is that if you make an impression on somebody, it stays with them, and they don't forget about that. Wow, that's that's deep, Howdy. You know, if wrestling don't work out, you could become like the next speaker. Just go out and give give little informed talks to people about how they could better their lives. That was great. That was great. Well, thank you so much. I mean, there's a reason they give me the microphone when, <laughs> when I work at Championship. All I need is Tony Khan to give me the microphone, and I can definitely bring about some eyes on the screen, and they can actually pay attention to a manager because there's a lot of great talent over there that I know for a fact that I can make the eyes go on them and people will start talking about them just as they talk about Lucha Bros or, or Adam Cole or anybody else. They just need the right guidance, and I can do that for them. And I just, I love it. I love what I do. And whether it might sound like I'm spitting in somebody's face or if it sounds like I'm elevating somebody, just know that Howdy Price loves what he does and wouldn't do it any other way. Well, very cool. Well, wrapping up, Howdy, I always like to ask people what the future holds for them. It's, it's a good place to promote anything or just talk about what's new or what you got going on. So what you got going on, brother? Well, Championship Wrestling should be starting up there very soon. I'm currently in the pursuit of finding my hat. Uh, it somehow got lost in Orlando. Leroy right. keeps telling me that uh, Negative One stole it, but I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember any of that happening. <laughs> I just need to find my hat. And uh, I mean, other than that, uh, I'll just be 
kicking around the ranch here. Hopefully Dino does something with his life. <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh, other than that, uh, you should uh, you should be seeing how to price more and more. I'm definitely going to make my presence known whether they want me to or not. <laughs> well, very cool. Well, thank you so much for, for joining us today. It was awesome talking with you. I look forward to talking to Mr. Leroy Patterson in a couple of days and getting his side of the story. And Hopefully it matches up, Howdy, because uh, you seem like a good talker, so I, I don't know. Maybe it's just a voice. Uh, I mean, his beard tends to get in the way of his lips sometimes, but he's a good boy. He's a good boy. He's a very loyal friend, and, uh, you know, he's always marched to the beat of his own drum, and uh, that's what I respect about him, and I could be more happy to be in great company. Absolutely, and we're, we're all three kind of bigger guys, and I got respect for you for just going out and doing what you love, so... Thanks again, oh, brother. It, it, it don't matter what size you are, big, small, short, tall, wide, or narrow. You do what you want to love to do. You do it with the confidence. You know your greatness. Anybody who criticizes or tries to bring you down is easy to talk when you're on the floor and much more prettier looking when you're standing on the top. And that's what you do. You stand on the top. You look out to the greener pastures. You don't look down in the dirt. So, Final words of wisdom. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. Have a great night. Howdy.